Hi friends, welcome to the Artist Blend. Today we are talking about producing your own work. So grab your mug. And, and let's, let's get, get talking. talking. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. Fun fact is that the, the guest that we have today wrote the music that you just heard. So Insane. introduce yourselves. Who are you? I'm Christopher Bailey. I'm Sarah Bailey. Welcome. Yes, Thank welcome, you for guys. for having us. Thank you so of much. Of course. It's wild to get to hear that. Right? That tune. To hear, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm I was going to say, up. what? Welcome? Or do you, are no. you not welcomed <laughs> normally? <laughs> I'm all caught up. I just listened to Emily Stevens today. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's fun. It's just fun to hear. And yeah, great yeah. fun. Amazing. That's awesome. Thank you for We're listening so, as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, totally. That's it's very awesome. bizarre because I, I seriously start to chime in like you all are in the car with me. I'm like, oh, I'm by myself. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't really have any housekeeping today, um, but Austin has to tell us about what we're drinking I, right I now. I do. So <laughs> in this episode, it is late. We are all very tired and have lives and would like sleep. So we are doing a tea time for the first <laughs> time. Uh, yeah. And just to be fun, we're all going to say really quickly what we're drinking. I'll start by saying that I'm having English breakfast decaffeinated. Because I would like to sleep tonight. So classic. <laughs> I don't know whether mine's decaffeinated or not. I hope so. I didn't think. Wait, wait. Um, it's it's <laughs> Snow White themed. It's uh, oh. an apple flavored white tea. <gasps> Love that. It should have been like gooseberry. That. Now that I think about mm. it. Oh, but, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Is that right? You're right. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> you're right. We are drinking Wild Sweet Orange. Tazo. 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 Which I swear oh, by. <laughs> wild Sweet Orange. I like. What it. is your favorite Tazo? Wild sweet orange. Great. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I give it to people sometimes as sort of passing gifts. Yeah. Yeah. It's great fun. It's like, here's an orange for the road. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I know you guys' thing is be good beans. So I'm trying mm -hmm. to think, are there, are there tea beans? Tea, be good leaves. Oh, okay. Be, be good leaves and be drink good, good leaves. leaves. <laughs> we'll do, we'll close out that way today. Be good, good leaves. leaves and be good leaves. That's funny. Leave, leave well. Be leave good well. Leaves, that's hard to say. Be good leave leaves. Well. Be good leaves. Try to say that five that's times fast. Okay, so I'd love to start with Christopher. So I know you, you are a doctor. You have three of those pieces of paper that are super mm. special and expensive. Um, so you're you're in the middle of your your second round of yeah. of graduate. Um, it, the time has come for your dissertation. Mm -hmm. um, uh, dissertations just the word is scary already so I'm sure there's lots of pressure around what you're picking and making sure it's the right thing and, and there's just lots of stress about that um, mm -hmm. so as you were sort of trying to figure out a, a, what to do with your dissertation what what came to mind it's one of the reasons I chose the program that I did was I knew from the onset uh, that there would be some flexibility and creativity opportunities when it came time for that portion of it. Don't misunderstand, it was very stressful and very dire in the moment. <laughs> yeah. However, uh, I took a, a list three pages long into, into my advisory committee. I said, here's all the stuff I wanna do. And it was insane things like produce and or perform in part of the uh, entertainment prong of the Olympic games. <laughs> So it was a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. And there were lots of stretches on my list, and they're also listed. Aim high. Uh, aim high. Yeah. Aim high. Go man. for the gold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go for the gold. <laughs> oh my god! Go for the gold. Yes. This is why I named. And that's the title. <laughs> that's it. Go for the gold. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and uh, but one of the things I wanted to do was to produce and uh, to compose, write, produce uh, my own musical. And my advisory committee um, said, "Of course, that's what you do. That's what you do. Um, be not reliant on other gatekeepers in mm. our mm. Uh, industry. Make your own work." Yeah. And. Um, so that, that's what I did. And it was very difficult, and I understand why people quit graduate school. Mm -hmm. um, I, I understand, it's hard, it's a lot. Um, but I, I, it was very re rewarding. 
So that's how my show, The Pier, was born. It was out of that, that experience. So I would love to know just a little bit more uh, than Ethan and I have had privy knowledge of. Where did this story from The Pier come from? Did, mm-hmm. Is it something dear to your heart? Is it a yeah. like, story you had from somebody else or what? I, I have... I've always been very... Uh, attached to the sounds that singers make and I said this to somebody the other day um, I I think that sound is the God's back door to our soul mm-hmm. and it certainly is for me and I um, so, so that prong of it paired with I'm very interested in atmosphere and place mm-hmm. and how setting can dictate a story or can play into a story. Um, and I set this show um, along the panhandle of Florida, the coastline of Florida, mm-hmm. Seaside 30A, Santa Rosa Beach, Rosemary Beach. It's along, it's all set along there. In my mind, there's a pier there. That is the setting for my show. And it's uh, six singers um, over the course of one evening. And so we, the audience, get to uh, a, a brief spotlight on uh, the immediate and not so immediate histories of six people who've, who, five of which are outsiders mm-hmm. and one of which is a native to that area. And it is sort mm-hmm. of, uh, you all know this, we're all, we're all artists in the room. Um, you do projects with people, you become very, very close, mm-hmm. um, very, very quickly. So uh, almost like shared trauma in, in a way. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. shared shared trauma, shared drama, shared you know <laughs> all all the shared almost. joy, shared artistic excellence, shared all the things. And uh, where we meet the six is the rap party. Hmm. The thing has ended. Tomorrow we all leave. Hmm. So hmm. so the this two hours is the audience getting to a, a spotlight, a brief lens on on where these characters are how they feel about that some things that happen some hopes and dreams that they they still have Mm. and um, Mm. and it's told all through song and because it's set at the beach there's thematic material that is wave-like both in melodic structure and rhythmic structure and Mm. um, and lyrically as well and uh, I I used to say (laughs) it's so funny because it's now been it, I, I wrote the first song for it, you know, going on 13 years ago. And oh. now I have so many different thoughts about it than I did then. But, um, but I used to say, you know, it's a, it's a little bit me and a, and a lot of these other artists. <laughs> and, um, and I now know that that is part of the artistic process in general. We're all <laughs> a, a conglomeration of the artistic excellence and, and artistic failures <laughs> yep. yeah. of, of, of ourselves and of, of those that we've studied and, yep. and pursue and all of that. Yeah, so. I, I remember there was a time where we got to hear some of that song and, and um, you were discussing it uh, in a classroom setting of mm-hmm. using music as uh, to evoke imagery. And I think yeah. it does a beautiful job of that and, and evoking mm-hmm. images of, of waves and, and the, the rhythm, the ebb and flow, literally, mm-hmm. of, of the ocean. And another thing I think is just so fascinating about that show um, is I feel like a lot of new musicals or new works, or even old, <laughs> a lot of it is arrival-based. A character has come to a new place and oh, something yeah. is about to occur. What happens when I get to this place? But yeah. I think it's so fascinating that, that, that this show is about departure and mm. what happens when rather than we're getting to see new relationships build, what happens when we have to tear them down? Mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think that's a really <clears throat> unique part about that show that um, just makes it stand out to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a great start. Okay, cool. So we have we have sort of the, the beginnings of, of your um, self-startership mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. through your dissertation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So Sarah, with your beginnings of really knowing the business as young as you did and being around so many great artists, what made you go, this is not the only thing I need to do or want to do? I, I remember when I was just uh, you know, a preteen really getting into performing for the first time and 
um, my mom and I spent a, a month in New York and um, I had an agent and I did a bunch of things like this. And one of the meetings that I had uh, was with this guy. He was with a record label, but we met with him anyway just because he wanted to encourage me. And um, he said, you've got a great voice, um, but what you really need to be doing is, is you need to be writing. That's how you'll do, like, you need to you need to write your own music. And I was like, I don't, I no, I can't do that. That's not something, I mean, I was, what, 13 at the time, yeah. And um, I, yeah, I can't do that. I, I, I could never write music. And it's really funny to think about that because I mean, at the time, it's like all I ever wanted to do with my whole life was just be Christine and Phantom of the Opera, you know? And, <laughs> you know, you get in, like, when I to college, and it's like, well, you know, you can't make a career of that, which, why did it take me until college to figure that out? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I started to just be around composers a lot in college, and I saw what they were doing, and I'd always had a lot of ideas about stories, especially I was always writing stories as a kid, always. And um, then I sort of started to understand because I hung out with the composers, how to marry that to music. And so, and I didn't have anything to lose, you know, just playing in your computer. It's like, I don't know, just try this and try this. And then Hmm. I started to go, oh wait, no, I really like this. And people around me were going, I really like this. And so it, it was really a incredible new universe. And uh, one of my students um, went through this recently. He discovered production uh, as a like, senior in college. And it's just like, you watch the bug bite you and it is addictive. It really is. It's, it can, you know, Christopher will tell, will tell you he, Sometimes he has to come in and be like, have you eaten today? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> yep. um, mm-hmm. pushing all the millions of little buttons is just, you know, instant gratification. You oh, I have this idea and you can, it's incredible that we have the technology yeah. where we can externalize our ideas so quickly now. Mm-hmm. I love hearing you talk about, um, well, first off, I think it's so lovely and, and perfect that both of you found your way from performance to creation to production in that same pattern and that sort of was the flow Mm -hmm. and I also love hearing you talk about engineer sound engineering (laughs) the way that most of us think about our creations we get there's a zone I think it was really cool getting to see you talk through the technical aspect in the exact same way that you would talk about a creative groove. It's it's a it's a discovery groove. You're like, oh, I can do this. Oh, this sounds cool. What if I do this? And it, I love it because it is an art. It's not mm-hmm. just buttons and numbers and data and and Absolutely. waves and all the things. It's it's an art in and of itself, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons I am so excited to be talking to you guys about this today. <laughs> um, is that sound engineering is in and of itself its its own art, mm-hmm. um, which kind of leads me into our next thing I'd love to we'd love to talk about incognita incognita's infamous adventures tell us about sort of the transition so you both now have some of your own work under your belt you have a musical you have some albums you're 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 working on getting your creative self out there and you've started the the journey of creating for yourself and producing for yourself mm-hmm. how did that transition into this newest project incognita terminal degrees will do this to you you have to create a substantial work at the end of it. And so in that way, I mean, very similar narrative. I I had a lot of ideas yeah. and I came to my committee and they said, this is a great idea. Um, I had written a song in 2010 and it was about a girl a very flawed girl who just happened to be a superhero because I thought that was really funny. Then after I had written that song, um, sort of a similar thing, you just, she, she wouldn't really leave me alone. And she'd wake me up in the middle of the night and say, what about the, oh, you know, this part of the universe and what if my power is this? And, you know, so I had had this idea for this character. And again, I'd, I've been writing stories since like before I, can remember and so um here i had this character in this universe that's sort of 
creating itself in my dreams, as it were. And so um, over the next few years, and, and it was actually in that period that I met him, and I ended up with a, a, a script for, a, for episode one, you know. And hmm. I, so I, I had written some songs and I was really happy with those. I thought it was really fun and I loved his character. And I, well, I didn't, I came to him and I said, would you do this thing? And he said, sure. And he had no idea. So I got on my calendar. Yeah, he got it on his calendar, which was hilarious to me because I didn't. It's the only way I know how to do it. Yeah, so he put it on his calendar. And so, yeah, I mean, so then we filmed, we filmed this episode one because at the time there, these kinds of things weren't happening. Um, You know, now web, web series are everywhere. Everyone's doing a web series, right? But at the time, there was no short form. No, no, content. no, no. At the, at the time, <laughs> it was we were ahead of the curve, you know. And so here, I was, but again, I knew nothing about. Like I knew about making music, and but you know, we had no production value at all for the visuals, and um, we had a Sony Handycam duct tape to a broom. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, the the Amazing. broom was the boom mic. Gotta we start had a, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So gotta I mean, start somewhere. Well, and I mean, again, yeah. like that's not advisable, and no. and like no. nothing about that <laughs> should result in something no. that no gets were seen by anyone, really. <laughs> but but also at the <laughs> at the same time, if you just do anything, then it usually begets other things. And what ended mm. up happening mm. was that that proof of concepts what what we ended up calling it because shortly after we filmed it i was like the music is good i love the script this is good but i can't put this out there right and um so then in grad school it's Fast like forward five yeah years. yeah because at that point you know got other things you're doing creating albums doing doing we both, moving we both moved we weren't even married yeah yet then doing hmm. yeah so um yeah he still married me <laughs> <laughs> so that was really good it was on his calendar so fine. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how funny that no is, you have Austin. no idea how funny oh, that is <laughs> you have no idea i will get out my planner from 2012 sometime and show you no oh it was oh a whole gosh. thing That's that awesome. i still have yeah it was a yes. whole thing um, so then you have this thing made, and again, that project should never have just gone out there. And but when I came to my committee and I said I have this idea, I did have something to show them, and say it's kind of going to look like this, and that caused them to say this is a great idea. This has a lot of potential. And when I showed it to you, need to, they said you need to meet Ali Sultan, who is uh, the she teaches the web series class here and so she's award-winning uh filmmaker and so i did and i met her and that was the first day that i ever met her and i was like will you watch this and so she watched it and she on the spot said yes absolutely i want to help you make this this is wonderful um let's make this happen so like it's kind of it's kind of iffy because I, I I would say I don't have, the, I have more now than I ever have, but I, t- I don't have a normal amount of self-awareness, I would say. And so if you, if you have a kind of like a, a disposition where you sort of are very self-aware and y- you think a lot about, oh, this thing that I'm doing and I need it to, then I think that can get in the way and the more self-aware mm-hmm. I am, I think the more I have to, the more I notice that affecting me. I'm like, oh, but if it's not yeah. going to be polished and then, uh, I don't know. What about when the people think, what will they, you know, and. It's that internal sensor. It, right. And I <coughs> didn't have one of the, you know, I, yep. so it, that sensor can be really important, but it doesn't help when you're starting to brainstorm or, or like get something, the ball rolling and stuff. Yep. And so. You know, and at the same time, we, you know, we made it. I'm really proud of it. 
um, people really like it. It's, I think it's awesome. I'm so proud of what we've done. And at the same time, we were able to put it out, you know, 21, mm-hmm. 21, right? Instead of 2010 or 2011, right? Which is great. And also now a lot of people are doing that. So it's mm-hmm. like, if you do want to be ahead of your time, it's that sort of ticking thing because there's mm-hmm. so much more noise now than there was mm-hmm. in 2011, 2010. You yep. know, you could just put something up on YouTube and, you know, it, it was, it really was like that back then. And yep. um, I'm not sorry that we didn't do that, but at the same time, I think, you know, there's a lot of second guessing that you can do that will, yeah, you know, which thing that you do and what what were the trade-offs is really I think what it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think I think too that like I think it's absolutely true that it could have looked completely different had it become what it is now in mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. Another thing I think that factors into it as well is streaming wasn't what it is. No. Now. No. And you guys are have been looked at by some major streaming platforms. And right mm-hmm. now, I know uh, you guys are on Amazon Prime. We are. Which is amazing and yes. so cool. We're and so happy. um and that's uh, so by the way i'm gonna play a little bit of a snippet of one of the songs from incognita that's so so give this a listen it's so good So that's a little snippet of Incognita. Um, it's brilliant. Go watch mm-hmm. it on Amazon Prime right now. But yes, please. Um, that's, I feel like that's another factor of it. Like, yes, there was YouTube and ahead of the her web series and this wasn't done, but now you have some really cool streaming options and some cool things that are happening too. Has that, yeah. do you feel like that's changed the way that people access this or yes, absolutely. kind of elevated it or oh, maybe sure. dampened it even? Yeah, I mean, oh, I think sure. elevated and also, yes. you know, but there's also, it's really interesting because it's like, who, who's who's watching your show, you know? And yeah. mm. for us, I think it's really important for us to have several options, which I mean, we, we have up to now, um, there's been some shifting and we're going to have s- more options available. I can't really talk about that yet, but we are going mm. to have yeah. more options available. But, um, you know, it's, it, you want to reach the people who are gonna love what you do. Yep. And mm. um, for us, it, it's it's really interesting because one of the audiences that is really has strong feelings about our show is um, like preteen gals and it can be really tricky to <laughs> reach preteen gals you know and um, uh, you know it's that sort of thing where I don't know I, I'm, I'm interested in pursuing some some YouTube options for that kind of thing because they're not going to be able to log on to Amazon Prime and like you know and they're not (laughs) on TikTok thank God you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so don't go there (laughs) no I mean it's it's been really good to us but yeah you know yeah not not all of your target is sitting there no like a big portion of it like musical theater is definitely on there but 100 percent and yeah we love those people we love them yeah I will I will say that um, when you guys first uh, came up with, or not even came up with Incognita, but created it as a whole, did you see your audience being for preteen, or did, who did you think might be hmm. drawn to this kind of story necessarily? I, again, I don't know if this is necessarily an advisable way of looking at things, but it certainly yeah. will not keep you from acting on a creative idea. Um, the way that I operate is I like something. So there are other people like me and a lot of other people like me. Mm, and um, so I think for me, it's always like find the other me's and, you know, me's at various ages and, and mm-hmm. that. And, um, yeah. Yeah. and so like that has certainly been the case. And when I look at our, I'm able to see our demographics in streaming and in like uh, in our Uh, soundtrack streaming and our show streaming and it's 100% it's like um, mostly 
females 18 to 22 which is really cool you hmm. know yep. and that's fun to see not to say that that's the only we have we have a lot no, of people m- yeah but um that's the biggest bracket and um yep. that, and that's fun because for us the show is definitely about you know i want young girls to feel like they can do anything and that they don't have to be perfect and and this and that but um mm-hmm. but i think there is a lot of merit in the idea that if you love something, other people are going to love it. If you love yeah. what you're doing, you know, then some other people will too. And also yeah. he is a really good litmus test um, <laughs> because when I can play him something and he has a visceral reaction to it, that's a huge, that's really helpful information. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, on that note, it's actually a really good segue into something I wanted to bring up was you being a fantastic team and working together as long as you have and, and being a, a married couple in the industry. Um, do you find that that has helped throughout the process? Because learning more about the story, this was Incognita, for example, was sort of born before you guys were even together. Has that grown to be an asset has it grown in different ways of being able to bounce off the uh, bounce ideas off of each other like you were saying you can show him something and if he gets excited uh yeah. i'm very sure it's probably the the same way if christopher was to show you mm-hmm. something sarah you you both give each other bounce boards bounce yeah. boards <laughs> you both bounce ideas <laughs> off of each other Sounding um, boards. That's yeah, no, the one. Right. <laughs> I was like, what is that? What is that? That what thing? Is that thing? <laughs> um, what do you think uh, pros and cons of that has been necessarily? I, I think that um, in, with regard to this particular project, mm. it's worked really well. Mm-hmm. And that is, I believe, we've never actually talked about this. <laughs> I think it's because we're very aware of what is her job and what is my job. I agree. Mm. Like that. The the uh, world building, the storytelling, the um, the song creation, the music production is Sarah's. Mm. All of that is I. Uh, sometimes I am the very bizarre. Um, there are people we don't know who know Incognita. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but they know who we are. Like I've yeah. stopped sometimes at events in town, and they're t- talking to me about it. Kind of like I don't. Who are you? <laughs> but, thank you. And who are you? Yes. Um, yes. It's really, it's really kind and lovely. <laughs> but they think that we both did everything. Yep. Mm. And I have to politely say, I, I did not do that. Yes. Yep. Sarah yeah. did that. Yep. And um, I think in it with this project, it's worked great because from the get go. We knew I was in charge of production insurance <laughs> and Great. the calendar and the calendar, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> the shooting schedule mm-hmm. yeah. and what, well, what kind of, of prop car do we need yeah. and when would mm-hmm. we like it to be here and craft and craft services. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah and that, that location scouting and, 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 mm-hmm. um, insurance agreements for all, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. Um, we knew I, I like doing all that yeah. <laughs> and she does not like doing all that Mm-mm. and, yeah. but yes. it all had to be done. And so, um, it's, it's a good and bad thing. And mm-hmm. I was listening to your episode with Emily Stevens. She was talking about, uh, cause you all, you all asked her about what does she do? That's not all of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. She said, I don't know. She said, I'm, <laughs> I'm working okay. on that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I said, yeah. I, I said, all of us to myself in the car, I said, all of us can relate to that because when we're resting, we're working. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. When we're resting, we're making plans to do more work because yep. it's yeah. so energizing. Yeah. It and is. And rewarding. Mm-hmm. And with, with Incognita, um, we had no idea the f- even the physical places it would take us. In the last mm-hmm. year, we've taken the show to New York. Los Angeles, Knoxville, Orlando, and several shows in Middle Tennessee. I've had a baby yep. since then. We also so had a child. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Like, Lots of like, things in the like, calendar yeah, the last yeah. year. Yeah. But it's like the the travel and and all of that. Yeah. Um, that producing something that 
gains any legs mm-hmm. um, also includes just sort of unknown at the yeah. onset. You yeah. Know, like we yep. have no yeah. idea. Um, yeah. But it's wonderful. Absolutely. That, that brings up a point I'd love to ask about. So obviously you both had to sort of learn on your feet, just kind of do the mm. thing and figure it out. What were some hats that you wore that you didn't ever think you would wear? I know, I, I, I assume production insurance was not something you ever thought you would need to no. deal with, but like, what what was that like, learning those no. new hats and how they fit on your head? I, I have to say that it's um, location management that I had, that I always had heard about and was sort of, sort of thought was interesting. Um, but when we were in the thick of principal photography, summer of 2018, I, I you know, you always hear on talk shows and on podcasts, the actors, you know, Meryl Streep or someone is talking about like, we didn't even know where we were, we were going to shoot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> that doesn't happen. There's planning. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we, we, we started location scouting and scheduling months in advance. And mm-hmm. we, be, we came to one of the overnight shoots and it was five days prior and we still did not have a location and it was not for lack of planning like that was a hat that was very heavy (laughs) (laughs) and i was literally like in the car driving around like what what about that place you know like like crazy things um i have to shout out to the tennessee titans right now Mm. because we did an overnight shoot at the Titan Stadium parking lot, they oh, own, wow. they operate one section of mm-hmm. their parking space. All of the rest is the Sports Authority. I'm still waiting to hear back from the Sports Authority. I called them, <laughs> I emailed them, I submitted yep. written applications. Never heard from them. Meanwhile, <laughs> I call the Titans office and I say, "We are small, independent, low budget, locally produced, grassroots film." Yep. looking for a location with Nashville skyline in it. Um, is there anything that you all could do? Anything that's available or possible? And she said, let me look. She said, yes, it's available. Um, and she gave us a figure. And I said, perhaps in season two, we might <laughs> be able to afford that. Yep. <laughs> Thank you so much. And yep. I moved on and kept looking. Yep. And she got back to me and said, what what can you do? And I told her the pennies we had left in our budget. And she said, yep. okay. <laughs> wow. So that was our our whole experience was mm. like hats that didn't fit and were too heavy. Mm-hmm. And we just kept hmm. wearing them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doing it. Like that yep. That one for me was, was a very memorable. Yeah. And there was a lot of lesson in there because I called a friend of mine who moved here from LA who was an actor in LA did all did all the things and I said is is this how this goes is there some producer I can call for some advice and he said I hate to tell you but no mm-hmm. this is exactly how mm-hmm. it goes mm-hmm. even yep. at the very wow. top with the biggest budget this is why you hear Meryl Streep saying she didn't know where she was supposed to be yeah <laughs> wow like, it's just how how it goes it is wow crazy <laughs> and yeah. the yep. footage is beautiful yeah it is, be- yeah. It, is beautiful. it is yeah um it really is and i think he 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 wore it's weird because it's one thing to wear hats for something that you created and then it's something else to watch your partner wear hats for a project that you created mm-hmm. and that's very Gosh, it, that is heavy in a really sweet way. Like it's it's heavy as the creator because it's like, wow, I can't believe someone is is willing to do this for something that isn't something that came out of their own heads. And you know, yeah. um, it you know par- having a, a creative partner, um, whether you're married to them or not, is huge. And and um, you know, I think that's been enormous. And I also I'll say too that. You know, he says that our, our roles are very clear, and I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. But I think that I have watched him, like, his sense of story and all of those things that he says are my um, area. It's really interesting because it's like he he has a lot more of an interest in those things now that we've been married for 10 years than he did before. And so he, some of these ideas that he comes to me with recently, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's 
incredible, you know? And yep. so, and I think for me, it's like, yeah, I have had a better sense of self-awareness and, and more grounded in reality and that. So, you know, I think it's important whether you are married to someone or having a creative partner that, that helps you to have a sense of um, personal growth because um, your art can stay really static, and mm, yeah. um, and so like I think that's that's been one of like this incredible like I I I think about daily that that's not normal you know yeah. that mm. that that I get to have that specific presence in my life and in a lot of different ways but you know he he wore hats really brilliantly and he he seems to get new hats all the time and I think that <laughs> for for me with the hat question hmm. it really is just down to if you think there's a hat that you're not willing to learn how to wear don't start the project because mm. there is less and less money in doing creative things um and some of that is really good we love how democratized um entertainment has become we love that it's so much easier to reach an audience mm -hmm. and mm. that you know it is not cost prohibitive to put out an album. It's not what in in some ways, um, yeah. and and you know, all of that. But it's not here. Sign a record label. Exactly. Right. Exactly. There's yeah. a lot more like control in the hands of of the people who are doing the creating, which we love. But right. the downside mm. to that is, again, enormously increased noise, and you really have to. You have to find a way to cut through the noise or you have to not be doing it for that reason. You just have to be doing it because, or both, you know, you, you yeah. know. And, and so I think for me, there are a lot of hats that I did not want to wear. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to it, okay. Is it gonna get done? Is it gonna get done? Or like, am I gonna try to find, no one else is doing this, you know? So. Mm -hmm. Do, it's like really it yeah. comes down to how much do you want it as a result mm. she's very good with after effects hmm. she's a, a ridiculously good video editor as a result of all of this because who else was well no Ali and I edited this together yeah, I know. And so that yes, was but, I'm, but ta I'm talking about every all the things since Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because 9, no thousand different trailers. Exactly. No one else. No one is going to edit your social media clips. Right, no one. Right. And you have to do mm. it. You have yes. to do it, because unless you have five hundred million dollars to spend on a publicity campaign, which we would love, you know, but mm -hmm. you know, like <laughs> you, we would have to spend like three times the budget that we did on the entire season one just to, yeah. on just p publicity, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, I would love to hire a social media person. I would love that. But, you know, it that's just not, that's not in the cards. So you have to do it yourself yeah. and there's no other way to reach people. So, you know, it, it's, it really is just like, how badly do you want it? And um, at one of the film festivals where we went, one of the panelists, um, worked for I think AMC really really had a great observation that I probably will never forget now and, and until the market completely changes which it will someday but um he was like huge exec right done five million things on like what's the new vampire show anyway like like really <laughs> high high level person yeah and um he said that there was a time that um, a premiere was important. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then tell him what he said after that. He said, and tonight for- Someone. Many people. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Around, around the globe. Tonight is season one, episode one premiere of Friends. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I've not seen it. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, okay. And when Friends yeah. was created and when all this content, like you were saying Easton, when all the content until recently was created, it was never created for the platforms that they no. where they now live. Yeah, no. Yep. The Gilmore Girls premiere was last month for me, yep. and I'm just exactly. I'm in the middle of season two. Is, isn't it? <laughs> I just wonderful. got the premiere. Exactly. <laughs> and isn't it, it, it really is. Yeah. yeah. It's wonderful, and I feel like it's also 
we're drowning in content. Yes. Yep. In a yes. beautiful way yes. and in a really difficult way. Because it's both. It's there's difficult. so much now. It's difficult. You don't know how to find what you're yeah. perfect for. And there are creators like you out there who are just like, I know exactly who needs to hear this. I need to get it to them. Yeah. How the heck do I do that yeah, and when I, there's all this stuff? You cannot <laughs> be flappable. You just can't. Yeah. If you do, like, if if you stop to think about it, it's just you're gonna just quit, and that's when you fail. <laughs> like, really, yeah. It's so loving, it's like, loving it for the sake of the creation itself, and not yeah, the and, accolades and, and the yeah, making other else. people happy and trying to inspire other people yeah. to create stuff. You know, yep. mm. yeah. And I love what you said earlier about um, making making it for yourself for different versions of you throughout your life yes. focus on on the art that makes you happy and the art that that gets you excited to work on and gets you in that zone whether yeah. you're creating a song or your buttons on an engineering like yeah. whatever it is yeah and creating for yourself and um i know austin has a really good question to close us out but before we do i wanted to um to sort of touch base now shifting gears well wishes productions yeah so all of the hats all of the experiences that you all have have gotten to experience and skills that you've learned all of these things have culminated into this really cool thing called well wishes productions which i know has lots of facets and lots of mm -hmm. services that you guys provide tell us really quick like what do you do now with well wishes and, and what does that look like with with your creative lives now sure uh Everything that we do that is creative in any way, we treat like our, under the umbrella of a Well Wishes Productions business entity. And um, we, are, we, we, you know, we have a space that mm -hmm. is Well Wishes Productions where we are right now. Um, yeah. And in, you know, back here, we are able to record and engineer and sing and produce and produce and rehearse and stuff. Um, vocals we've done, string sessions we've done, piano sessions. We've done. Um, we've done a cover wins. of a Dear Evan Hansen song. Oh yeah, we did a cover of a Dear Evan <laughs> Hansen song, which was a dream. Oh totally. And Woodwinds Brass. What? Yeah. yeah. So that th those things happen sort of under this roof. This is also where all the lots of uh video we create videos back here yeah, yeah. and throw the green screen up and do yeah. outrageous yeah. things <laughs> <laughs> and, and with then, the after effects hat yes oh yeah. yes exactly yeah um, some of the tiktok stuff that one of them did really well oh yeah so bizarre yeah um <laughs> and uh then outside of these walls uh we you know we produce stuff on location live events um and in the last three years we've had opportunity to contract um, uh, background vocals and backing choirs for touring artists mm -hmm. and um, also for local events I'm thinking mm -hmm. about the Christmas thing oh sure yeah um, yeah that uh, has it's just a joy to get to work with people that we respect so much as artists that we also love as people mm -hmm. outside of their artistic abilities high though they may be mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm. and so it's, so it's live event stuff and vocal contracting and recording and um, then when we're able Sarah and I both sing on stuff too when, when that we can <laughs> yeah. when we yeah. can um, yeah yeah, you can't engineer and sing at the same because time. She tries. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. if you're producing yourself, then you can. Yeah, but if you're but trying yeah. to produce a group, that does session, not work. Does not, does not work. No, does not compute. <laughs> no. That's funny. Yeah. There's not a self button that you can just be, okay, now right. I'm going to go sing. Yeah, right. right. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah Autopilot. Like Autopilot. Right. Go. If you're yeah. trying to be at this, the mic with people, and the, you can't do that. No. no. So, wrap up this wonderful episode because we could talk forever. Um, <laughs> the last question that we had for you guys is for future artists, for anybody listening, watching, wherever platform they happen to reach this episode, or this episode happens to reach them. <laughs> um, if they have no idea where to start on any kind of project, what is a phrase, a piece of advice, anything that you would give them to necessarily say, just do it or like, just go for it type thing? What what words would of wisdom would you bestow? I, I will, well, you can do yours, but 
I will no, do the go. one she says to me all the time, mm. which is do anything. That's literally mm. it. Just do, do anything. Because my, like I said earlier, like I have this, I have this list of three pages of things I want to do. So I, yeah. I, and I think there are probably a lot of people like me in that respect. It's like I have this big list, and I don't know, I don't know where to start. I don't know. Da, 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 da. It's like it doesn't yeah. matter. Pick something yeah. and no, start doing it. No, yeah, and and just yeah. like yeah. It, 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 you can't expect something to be polished when you start. You just you mm. cough yeah. stuff up, and it's yeah. gonna be like messy at first. But then yeah. you just keep going, and then oh wow that's a really good idea and you come mm. back to it and you're in it because because you're for me like when i have an idea for a song for instance there's going to be usually a phrase or even like two words or something that's going to have clear definition more than the rest of it so you start yep. there and then you got that and then you just go around like whatever you've got that's the most clear thing type about it do a voice memo mm. talk about it talk to somebody else about it just externalize in any way and try not to censor at all at first mm. and get to the end of the idea yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was a conversation yeah. we had on an earlier episode just get to the end of it Let yes it be. and do, like and and try to get as much of the idea without thinking about it as possible. And I like voice memos for that. I, and I, yep. it's, mm. it's so good because you can just da, da 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 And a lot of the time you're using a part of your brain that it's, it, you're tapping into the, what's the left-handed, right, right brain. And so mm. you, it, it, it comes out being very, a lot more artistic than if you just like try to you know yep. build something yeah. that's really um elegant to begin with it's like no it has to be clunky and then mm. you can yeah do yeah. anything uh, yeah <laughs> do anything i want to know what you're working on now where people can find stuff i want to know if i can yeah. listen to an album of the peer I yes. want to know what's happening for incognito. I want to know all the things about all the things. Where mm -hmm. can people find you? What's happening? What's the sitch? You should talk about the pier first. Um, that's so weird you ask me that because I pulled it mm. out today. Today. Oh, wow. No way. It's so weird you oh ask me gosh. that. Yeah. Well, There's a theater in Georgia that wants to do it. Yeah. So I have to come to grips with yes. what I'm taking off any other burner to put on the simmer if I'm yeah. going to move yeah. that one forward for a time. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm also very very excited about some upcoming sessions we have for singers with well wishes mm. where we are at the point now where we are very interested in promoting the group mm. in a different and more intentional way. Cool. Um, so I would say stay tuned in April and May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. Yeah, and. Uh, those are the those are my two big things that are not incognito related mm -hmm. that you should talk about. <laughs> sure, um, I am uh, in the process of working on season two right now. Um, we're yeah, we've we've got songs written. They're so good. Sorry, yeah. I've got songs written. They're I've so got to start good. Yeah. So um, <laughs> thank you. You're so sweet. Y'all. <laughs> um, I'm really excited about the songs. Uh, and then I'm, I'm hammering out the script. It's in that messy phase, but I have come to many times where I'm like, oh wait, that's really good. And so, you know, it's coming along, hmm. that's really fun. Um, yep. Also, I've got another project that I am hoping to uh, get uh, performed in the fall. Mm. Um, and it is called Bad Queen Good. Um, and it is sort of a concept album meets musical idea. Um, okay. It's, uh, it's tell, a dark. Tell me more. Tell me. More. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like a dark, uh, like uh, Lady Gaga meets like Moulin Rouge type sort of vibe. I'm and, in. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so that's. <laughs> um, I'm there. That's, Subscribed. Whenever the premiere is, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I may ask you to be in it. Um, okay. Great. <laughs> so it's uh, it's uh, that's the goal for that is to get that polished and. Um, performed in a theater in the fall and mm. uh, uh 
was that? Oh yeah, and then we're we're also uh, going to be performing Incognita uh, at a couple of conventions this year, which is fun. Yeah, fun. the live version. <gasps> yeah. Nice. Yay! Are you coming to Florida? We would love to. So you know, we just. I will um, make a convention if I have to. Yeah, there, there are some good cons in Florida, so we. You know, I actually met with the guy who was running the celebration movie theater. Oh really? We were like, we'll do this. Really? Yeah. 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 Um, nice. And it fizzled. It's, celebration well, it's not, Town Square is really cool. They have a cool yeah, area for we love performance it. stuff. It's I not know. open. Yeah, they're trying to get it open, but once yeah. it is, we're like, we'll be yeah. there. We'll do yeah. the show, yeah. and so like, yeah. we're yeah. we're very very interested. We love Florida. That's where our very first screening was. Um, yes, our premiere the was, was, in Orlando. was in Orlando, and it was just so yeah. amazing. So, is there anything else? I I think that's almost everything. I mean, it was really fun. We've talked the ear off for an hour, so it was really really fun. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and we'll cut this section out, but we always have our our guests close out for us so i guess instead of be good beans drink good beans it can be be good leaves and drink good leaves but um awesome do you want to bring us into that uh sure so thank you both very much for your time uh especially with as busy and many hats as you wear uh <laughs> taking this brief podcast hat and it's putting it pleasure. on really fun <laughs> um, having us huge blast we've enjoyed so many golden nuggets that you've given not only to us but <laughs> any of our listeners for anybody listening out there yeah, so much fun. um so we love to Do give anything. our guests the opportunity to greet everyone as we're leaving and for this episode in particular, since it's tea, we're gonna change it up just a little bit. But just remember, you're still good beans. However, be good leaves, drink good leaves. Yeah. Love it. Cheers, everybody. Artists Blend theme music was written and produced by Christopher and Sarah Bailey of Well Wishes Productions, a Nashville-based boutique production company specializing in multimedia production, live event contracting, studio, and live vocals. Find Incognita's infamous adventures on Amazon Prime and its soundtrack on all digital platforms.